Mm, hello, welcome everybody. Join Pikachu Ash in the game. The Mandalorian is great in the new series and the... Let's check out what's new in the world of pop culture with your hosts, John, Tim, and Quentin, and a podcast we call Rewind and Rewind. I was going to make some fun joke about the, the past two weeks, but unlike the past couple months, I feel like, you know, we've had a pretty mild two weeks. Like, there's been no GameStop, no, nothing fun. I'll speak for yourself there, buddy. <laughs> NFTs are a thing. You want to make fun of NFTs? Oh, dude, I almost bought Clowncore NFT. But I don't know what NFTs are, so I didn't. I don't know what it stands for, but I know what it is. I, I feel like people are just making shit up at this point. I mean, that's basically what it is. Yes, people decided to make image blockchains, where you can tell that if an image is a quote-unquote original image... So it can't be copied, and they're worth quote-unquote collector money. So you, if you own a, an original blockchain gold rare Pepe, you'll be labeled a racist for no reason. And you'll have money, I guess. Oh, well, you know, actually, me and one of my friends were talking about it the other day, and I think we want we to reclaim Pepe. Uh, so we've begun to, uh, we, we've started hoarding Pepes again. Good. Take back Pepe's image. That's what that's what the creator wants, dude. I know. We're doing it for him. <laughs> um, um. Well, but then again, I guess... I've, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say I've I've also seen people like saying, "Oh, if you we don't like you, we'll make your art our NFT." And it's like, okay. I don't know, dude. But... I really don't understand the internet anymore like i thought i had a good grasp on things but it's it's just evolved into this monster and i can't keep up with it anymore i stopped trying a a long time ago i still try i feel like if you want to keep your sanity it's best to just uh yeah what's an nft i don't know as long as i can still google things (laughs) (laughs) as long as youtube and google keep running that's I'm all, all right. Need. I'm all right. That's that's all we need. Um, yeah. I guess let's get into our weeks since uh, nationally there's been no fun. Um, for me, my week was nothing. It was great. I started spring break today. You also got stuck in an elevator. Oh yeah, that did happen. <laughs> that did happen. It's good to know we that you lived. Yeah, so I yeah I never uh posted like a an update on Snapchat. So I got a lot of messages, like a lot of people <laughs> were like, hey, are you okay? And I just didn't answer them. Just, so th- so this is you coming out saying that you're okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I have an Some elevator at my job. Some people say still that elevator at this day. <laughs> I, I wish. But no, yeah. So I pressed the up button and it started going up and then it just stopped. And then the doors wouldn't open. So uh, I had to call my manager and I was like, hey, I'm in here. And I figured it'd be like, okay, whatever. Just somebody on the outside has to press a button. No, I was in there for 20 minutes, 25 minutes. It was. Did the fire department have to come or anything? No. Well, like they called people, but by the time I got out, nobody was there yet. So it was okay. Oh, well, 
That's good. But so basically, I got paid to be in an elevator for twenty minutes. Yeah, it, that, that's <laughs> not important. Could you imagine your manager? How's like, it any different uh, than the time than your uh, your bathroom breaks? That's true. Or you just sit in the stall on your phone because I know you fucking do that because everyone who's worked at where you work has done that shit. Anybody who's worked anywhere has done that. That yeah, is a yeah, that's true. That is a. Uh, that's a st- that's like goddamn American. Where, uh, where you take my, up smoking if you're at a job you don't like, so you can get an extra break. Hey, that's what <laughs> I did at Burger King. <laughs> I think Quentin was on that train too. Yeah, dude. Was it a good decision? Probably not, but whatever. I think my at-home poops take about you know anywhere two to five minutes at work. They are they are a solid ten to twenty, depending on if someone else walks in. Oh, that's always the worst. Yeah, because then you're like, do I do I wrap this up or do I wait it out? I, I usually wait it, out. wait it out. I used to do that during lectures at school in the basement. <laughs> and down down in the engineering in the tech building. Yeah, in the tech building dungeon. And uh I would just do that during like a lecture I didn't want to sit during. And uh there's no Wi Fi in that bathroom to begin with, so you gotta have games on your phone. <laughs> there's and, uh, a Oh, but ahead. if people Sorry. would come in, I'd be like, oh, oh no, <laughs> they're going to know that I'm just goofing off in here. <laughs> there, was a, there was one time I took a shit, and one of my professors uh, also came in to take a shit, and he was very loud. Nice. Um, and I, I don't want to say his name. He's the director of the engineering <laughs> department, though, at BNW now. So it was, it was a good time. I couldn't really look at him the same way anymore. Honestly, I think I like as like a artistic endeavor. I'm going to make like a field recordings album, but it's just going to be like a male bathroom. Uh, because I don't know if you guys have heard. I mean, obviously you've heard what goes on in there, but like these dudes be like dramatic. I don't know. Well, now, now I have a question for you. If you're if you're planning to do that, are you going to do it right now during COVID? Or are you going to wait until COVID's over? Because I feel like you're going to get two very different sounds. Oh, I'm going to do, I like, I'm going to do one now. I'm going to do one when COVID's over. I'm going to do one oh. a year from now. And Every then, year yeah. from now to, uh, it's like that documentary Boyhood. Where you do it over <laughs> the course of 20 years. That, I, I'm i pr- impressed at that movie. I don't know what that movie is. I'll be real. It, it, it took them like, 18, 20 years to do a whole movie because they used the same actor throughout the whole thing and like waited for him to grow up. Yeah. That's that's dumb. <laughs> okay. It's just a waste of time. I mean, it was an, it was an indie film, so it... I mean, they kind of like to waste time sometimes. <laughs> They're either bad or they what waste time. What if halfway time. through the film... What if halfway through the film, the kid was just like, you know what, no, this sucks. I'm 12 now. I don't want to do this. I always thought what would have happened if like it died. You know, yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, what if he would have died for some, some, I, they probably like, would have scrapped the project out of respect, John. Well, I, yeah, but you figure, <laughs> I mean, what, that's most like, likely what would solution. have happened if they did like 10 years and then you have like half a movie, like would they, I just, I wouldn't want to think about, I guess, what I would want, what I would do with that movie at that point. Well, so like you said, it's an indie movie, probably. So it probably cost almost nothing other than like Ethan Hawke's fucking payday. 
So, which that's probably not really that much anymore. No. He kind of uh went down that road by himself. <laughs> um. So what about your guys' weeks? I'll tell you about my week. <laughs> I mean, it, it's pretty, uh, pretty. I don't know. I had a pretty shitty couple weeks here. Um, I'm looking for a new job because they decided to move my department to a different uh, state. So no more playing uh, Nintendo uh, and Sega for this guy. Got to find a real, real job. Uh, what are your thoughts on just starting a commune? Um, oh, this is interesting. I have thought about it a lot. I have chickens. We could, I mean, we have that started. So we could have eggs. So I, I happen to know that there's a particular plot of land on the island of Guyana <laughs> that we might be able to get on the cheap. <laughs> Honestly, we could just say fuck a job. There's also a couple of plots of I land out in California me. that we might be able. Oh, that's true. I mean, I'm trying to think of where the Manson family lived. We might be able to get their ranch on the cheap. Yeah, but I thought they converted that into like a like back into a movie set kind of deal, or not a movie set, but like a like a tourist yeah, like attraction. a tourist attraction. I don't know. Mm, let's see. I'm on the Wikipedia page, but uh, let's talk more about this comment. <laughs> like I said, if you guys yeah, move dude, in, we can make it happen. We have chickens, so we have eggs every day. Carly has this uh, immaculate garden planned, so we'll have fresh, fresh stuff. So, well, we have to get new bees. Unfortunately, you guys can get new bees and then we'll have honey. Unfortunately, our bees uh, passed away over the today? harsh winter this year. Oh, I thought you meant like today yeah, when just decided little... to snow for no fucking reason. No. <sighs> yeah. No. I mean, really, yeah, we'd have the essentials. Yeah, we could. I know how to make bread. I'm I'm in with the law down here in uh in Lacrosse. <laughs> we will become the law. What? <laughs> So a wildfire destroyed the ranch back in 1970. Really? Oh, well. Yeah. Rest in peace to the ranch. Hmm. Didn't they rebuild it, though? Uh, apparently, so, supposedly, but this cause Wikipedia... I, I thought that they but, filmed uh, part of um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, like, on the site. That's what it says. Suppo- the supposed Span movie ranch is featured in the 2019 film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The scenes for the movie were actually filmed in nearby Corriganville Park in Simi Valley, which is also a movie ranch. So Are you aware of the, the... Okay. Fuck, what did he say? The something story of uh, the Manson's ranch? No. If uh, if it's replaced, is it still Manson's ranch? Oh, God. What is that Are from? Are you talking about... Oh, I know what that's from. I just think about the old thing, like uh, the thing from Wandavision. With that's what it <laughs> yeah, is. That's what that <laughs> it's was. the boat. <laughs> the boat. <laughs> that's what that was. Yes. Because it like triggered something. pieces. It triggered a memory. Is it the same boat. In my head, and I was like, "What did I hear that from?" And then, like, I thought, "I was like, oh." Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to remember the exact quote, but I, I, I wasn't right. I can't remember that's the fine. name of the boat, but yeah, I mean, it's a real, a real boat in a museum that they. Because of the ship of Theseus, yeah, because they gotta you know replace all this shit. <laughs> then, yeah, it's the same thing, but with Manson's ring. Vision has that the real quote question mark. Vision just has that blank ass look on his face and leaves. 
<laughs> He's like, all right, I'm out. He has no emotions yet. They threw an exception in this program when he had to go reset. Oh my god. How was your week, Tim? Um, fine. I've just been playing video games, and... Uh... <laughs> Did some deep introspection and realized some things about uh, why I'm depressed. So that was fun. Not to well, drag us down figured... before we get into. Some I, I mean, at least you figured it out. You know, I think the I first did step anyway. is to kind of figure it out and then start working on yeah, it. Yeah, we're getting there. You. We're getting there every every day. So we'll get there eventually. So what did, uh what do we what do we got for news? We don't have anything written down, but John said he had yeah. some <laughs> ideas in his brain. Well, it, all right. So I got I got a uh, I got a few things here. I figure we just touch on them really. Um, Avatar is the number one grossing movie in the world again. I don't know if you guys saw is that. How you said fuck Avatar? How the fuck did that happen when that movie story? hasn't been released for? Uh, it was released this weekend. How was it released this weekend? It was re-released this it- weekend. Why? Because James Cameron is a cock monkey. <laughs> I okay. So this is this is my point of view. I, mean, I could be wrong. Someone could say I'm wrong. Whatever. And I told Carly this. I can agree that Endgame maybe shouldn't be the highest grossing movie in the world, but Avatar definitely should not be. I think it is a very shitty movie. Yeah, Avatar sucks. I think it has uh, a terrible plot. I think the CGI does not hold up since it's been made. And I think the only thing that people went out and were amazed by was it was one of the first 3D movies in the IMAX. Name How can you say the villain uh, from Avatar? The oh, fucking God, marine some, dude. He's got some really, he's What's got his some name? really shitty name. Nobody is does. it not something like is it not like Kilgore? Because I feel like they went to that level of oh. I mean that sounds like it could be Avatar cast. You disproved my point. Some people might know his name. No, I genuinely ninety percent no of the idea. people who watched okay, it. Okay, it was Miles? General Colonel Miles Quatrich. Quatrich. Okay, yeah. See, Quartrich. nobody knows. How can uh you know? <laughs> but, okay, me and James so Cameron think a lot back... alike. Okay. We 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 go we find these really roundabout ways to talk about societal problems like uh, CIA getting the African American communities addicted to crack cocaine or the Native American the treatment from the Native Americans by the colonists. But I feel like it wasn't even I that. I feel like he just came up with that as an excuse to make it the plot. Something. Yeah, he like he like made the movie first and then was like, "All right, this is what this." It's like, is. oh, you know what this reminds me of. White people taking native land. <laughs> Which, like, don't get me wrong. Bird. Fucked up. Super fucked up. But you don't have Is to it do it with, with blue aliens and some dude that's a paraplegic that gets a body. Like, not everything has to be a metaphor. What's the name I of just, the... And, like I said, I also... Endgame had plenty of... uh plot points that drug on and everything like that and as much as I love the Marvel movies 
I really don't think that should be number one either. But there are plenty of Dude, movies out an, there that should be number one and I not Avatar. I'm coming around because I kind of hate that there's an entire Wikipedia page that is just called Pandoran Biosphere. I feel like James Cameron wrote this Wikipedia page. Probably. <laughs> I I just don't really like... I just don't think... James Cameron is that amazing of a director. Oh, it was unobtainium. Yes. Get out of here with this. Yeah, what a dumb fucking name for something. Unobtainium. Yeah, you go back and you watch it again and you're like, off. wow, this is terrible. Ugh. I haven't watched it in a long time, but unobtainium just put a fucking nasty fucking taste in my mouth. It's bad. <laughs> But yeah, so so that's one thing. Like I said, I mean, you can agree with me, disagree with me, whatever. Um, and I I feel like the fandom between comic book people and sci-fi nerdy people, I'm sure, is split right now. And a lot of people think Avatar should be the best. And cinematically, I just think it's not a good movie. I have a I question really that maybe we yeah. can we can talk about for a couple minutes. How many, you know, you guys know about con orgies, right? No. You say orgies? Yeah. No. Where all, these lon- where all these lonely nerds go to, like, Comic-Con and then arrange to have orgies oh, and shit? Yeah, it's just like, yeah. like how many orgies. of them do you think looked like the orgies from Avatar after that movie came out? Too many? Do you think people were, like, putting their people ponytails together, People were in, like, like blue body paint in their hotel rooms, like, putting their ponytails together and fucking... I think I quit. Uh, it. I like, think I quit thinking about. I just think I quit this about. podcast. I think it's just I think you know. I think it's just I something still... that you think about as a society. Is how many blue Navi con orgies were there? <laughs> why was it even a thing? I like, why was that a scene? I why? I don't know to suggest. What was the purpose I really of it? don't know. Part of me wants to say that James Cameron just doesn't understand what he's trying to like. <sighs> I think he goes. I I don't I don't know I don't want to I don't want to be the, one of these fake woke that people he just say goes it's like by the seat of his pants, but like I don't know I just think he doesn't understand what he's doing. What I, he made that bad Titanic movie too, right? <laughs> you know the my highly successful Titanic movie that I think is trash. <laughs> I like that movie. Well, he made two, Titanic. T two Judgment Day. Okay. T two is okay. I think I don't really know. I'm not an expert on Terminator. T two is. Eh. There's a lot of. I just feel like James Cameron's movies are kind of in the same vein as like M Night Shyamalan movies, where they're if you start watching them like in depth, there's a lot of plot holes. There's a lot of things that don't make a hundred percent sense. You know what else? There's a lot of that plot bother in? you. Not to like, not to, not to segue us away from James Cameron because James Cameron oh, yeah. does what James Cameron does because James well, Cameron yeah, can. I, I mean, it's it's him. He goes um, deep sea diving or deep oh submarine diving, and I, I could go away on about that. <laughs> but I was going to talk about how this Thursday, as of recording, the Schneider cut, baby. I uh I was actually that's my next segue actually was okay. that um, we live so in a society. That's I've been debating was... I've been debating on whether I want to go try to do the uh watch party that has Zack Schneider in it 
because no. I don't know if I want to put up with his like preachy kind of. I don't know what the word is. I have. I want to snobby. Yeah. I want to say that I I've seen a few people because like people have gotten like first look kind of thing like critics and shit and there was there was one I was reading that I follow that said that it's it's not really a better movie than they had before it's just longer a movie it's longer and that there's more more of the plot holes that were in the first movie are explained but it's not necessarily better and That's there's what, a okay. lot of dragging so, points. Like there's a lot of fat to the movie because it's four hours long. Yeah. So one so of my favorite a lot of reviews. Fat. One of the favorite reviews I've seen is uh, and I don't, I don't, I'm paraphrasing here, but it was something pretty short, distinct. It was just better than the first attempt. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, that's not, that's not saying much. I've heard overall people enjoyed it more than the the Whedon cut, but. That's, I mean, that's like saying that, I can't even think of an analogy. <laughs> that's like saying, I don't know. I don't it's know. like I saying that, that, the, that Pearl Harbor is better than the Holocaust. I thought you were going to say the movie. I didn't know it was going to be like, I didn't just, know there was better cuts. It just, it just is slightly less of a body count. That's like saying Star Wars Episode 3 Revenge of the Sith is better than Star Wars Episode 1 Revenge Phantom Menace. Even though that's true. I should have said it the other way around. I like Phantom Menace more. Did you know, guys? I think I, I think I talked to Quentin about this this week. And I'm not trying to devalue this, but you guys know how that kid went on a real high downward spiral? Oh, yeah. He didn't want any... He said the working... And doing a Star Wars movie, like, ruined his life. Well, I think um, his life may have been ruined by his brain. Because well, I uh, read into it a little bit more, and yeah. I Yeah, like I said, I'm not trying to make light of anything, but I recently was on his Wikipedia page and talked about how, like, in 2020, he was his family was like, oh, no, he's officially been diagnosed with paranoid schizophrenia. And I was like, oh, Oh no. Damn. No, I know I did see like an article like it was it was probably like 5 or 10 years after he did The Phantom Menace, maybe 5 years after he did The Phantom Menace and he came out and said that it did like he got bullied a lot for being in a movie that young, which a lot of child actors that stay in public schools do. Like that was one of the things the article is like, that is a common thing that happens. But like he regretted ever being in star Wars or show business at all. I mean, apparently he briefly lived in Indiana because it says, uh, there is a, there's a situation where police were involved. That's all I'll say. I won't go into it. If you want to look it up, look it up. Hey, who hasn't, had a situation in Indiana where the cops have been called a few me personally you I personally I mean you know yes I have many times I think Quentin was over a few times when that happened uh I've definitely been places yeah De- no I haven't that's a lie I'm good I'm good 
Were you not over that one time the cops were called because my mom was beating the shit out of my dad? Or was that some or was that Lucas? Um I don't know. I uh I don't remember. I don't I don't get involved with the <laughs> the police. They don't you know, I'm a good I'm a good guy. Oh, okay. I'm a good kid. A skate rat that's a good kid. Okay. I'm a good guy. <laughs> Billie Eilish is going to make a song just for you. It's just going to be like, I'm a good guy. It's okay. just going to be your face. Yeah, no. What a good joke. It's, we're 25 minutes <laughs> in. Can we use segue to our topic? <laughs> uh, Wait. Yes, please. Okay. Yeah, we can. Here's a funny uh, joke. Just, segue just one thing. I, that... I'm going to cryogenically freeze myself until they release Avatar, all the Avatar movies, so I can bear it up. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, also, stay tuned for Friday because uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier come out, and that's all. I'm excited for it. And now we can get into our topic. <laughs> um, so we were just talking about something a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> this is uh, not either of those. It is in the future and in our galaxy. The classic <laughs> Futurama <laughs> Uh, I feel like this is probably a show most people grew up with. Uh, I know a lot of people say it's like the best Matt Groening cartoon. What, what are, can we know. get a list of Matt Groening cartoons? Because I only know three of them. Uh, the Simpsons. This. And then uh, Disenchantment. Disenchantment. That's it, right? I, w- I would say Disenchantment for me is giving it, if it can keep up its momentum could be a like similar but i think futurama is definitely better still i would say i would say of the three futurama is my favorite so yes i i think simpsons just went too long yep much like uh much like the song from the band we talked about last week right too long too long the ending track from the 2001 Um, album discovered by daft punk I think it was two thousand one. It was either two thousand one or two thousand three. I don't fucking I don't I don't care to look it up. <laughs> Get up. So Futurama <laughs> is an American science fiction animated sitcom created by Matt Groening that aired on Fox from March twenty eighth, nineteen ninety nine to August tenth, two thousand three. The Box Company. Um, yeah, and then <laughs> and then it went to Comedy Central from March twenty third, two thousand eight to September fourth, two thousand thirteen. And uh, in between that, it was also on, um, I think Adult Swim would play it. I don't remember. That could very well be. I feel. I want to say I yeah. I feel like you're right. I feel like it was in the era where they were also doing um, Family Guy around that. It was like late night, like yeah. Cartoon Network. I don't know if it was quite adult swim yet because there was that weird yeah, grace it, period it did, it did air on adult swim until okay. december 31st 2007 because there was like that weird middle area that i remember where it was like adult swim but it wasn't like you know hunger teen aqua force or like oh any of those shows My where favorite. it was like oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> or oh fuck what was that metal band one um uh death no it's like Armag- metalocalypse yeah metalocalypse yeah, cuz like that's the like the band was death clock 
Like that was like adult swim to me. It was like shows like that <laughs> where Whoa. they got really into it. <laughs> Metal Apocalypse was something else. Um, <laughs> but uh, so for Futurama, the series follows the adventures of slacker Philip J. Fry, who is cryogenically preserved for a thousand years and it has survived in the 31st century. Uh, Fry finds work at an interplanetary delivery company, working alongside the one-eyed Leela and the robot Bender, who uh, I would say is probably my favorite character. I love Bender. I like Bender, and I've also come to love uh, the King and Disenchantment, because it's the same guy. So, Oh, oh I can't he, remember his name right a lot now. Of, he, John what? DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DiMaggio, yeah. He's also... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Was, yeah, uh, I forgot about that. There's actually an episode in one of the last seasons where Finn and Jake were in, mm-hmm. in Futurama. Yep. Yeah, really yeah. I remember now. I just watched um, the last this... part. of. I, like, just watched this all the way through, but it's been, like, a oh, month okay. since I finished the last episode, so... A few things have gotten a little fuzzy. Like your vision gotcha. while you were watching okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the series was in, envisioned by Graining in the mid-1990s while working on The Simpsons. Uh, he brought David X. Cohen uh, aboard to develop storylines and characters to pitch the show to Fox. Uh, and then following its initial cancellation by Fox, Futurama began airing reruns. Of, oh, okay, so yeah. Reruns on Adult Swim which that was from 2003 to 2007. Uh, it was revived that year as four direct-to-video films, the last of oh, which yeah. was released in early 2009. Uh, Comedy Central entered into an agreement with 20, 20th Century Fox Television to syndicate the existing episodes and air the films as 16 new half-hour episodes constituting a fifth season. So they just turned the films into, like episodes for the season yeah that makes a lot of sense because like the the last part of the show is very like a linear plot that's playing i know he's talking i think you're just talking specifically about bender's game and uh Uh, yeah yeah the it was like bender's game the beast with the thousand tentacles yeah yeah and then um the, I guess not. Oh, I guess shoot. not like Bender's full... big score, the Beast of the Billion Backs, Bender's game, and Into the Wild Green Yonder. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. I guess not like the very last part of it, but yeah, my bad. It's all good. So, uh, Futurama received critical acclaim throughout its run and was nominated for seventeen Annie Awards, winning seven, uh, twelve Emmy Awards, winning six of those. It was nominated four times for a Writers Guild of America Award, uh, winning for the episodes Godfellas and The Prisoner of Benda. It was nominated for a Nebula Award and received Environmental Media Awards for the episodes The Problems with the Poplars and The Futurama Holidays. So the episode title that is a parody of a Star Trek episode, I believe, Trouble because I think it's Troubles with Tribbles? The the oh yeah the problems yeah. with poplars. I still want to try poplars. Is that just <laughs> and poop? I know, no, it's it's a little um 
the little guys. They're like little beings, like like eggs and like little. Oh, I'm thinking state. of how um, um, the one. They're like. Uh, are you I can't thinking think of about his name. Slurm? Nope, I'm thinking about oh, the that's kinda poop. how the like rocket fuel is made of like the little secret not pet. Oh, uh, Nibbler. Yeah, it's, it's Nibbler's like uh, yeah, because it's like he poops dark matter. Oh yeah 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 no like the poplars are oh my god the Omicron the uh, poplars Percy I eight Percy I 8s yeah they're like the babies. The poplars just remind me of like a little chicken uh, like chicken nuggets I guess. They remind me of popcorn chicken, and then every time I watch that episode, I want popcorn chicken. Okay, yeah, popcorn chicken. I'm just going to put this image in, because I, I really love the expression of William Shatner's face. <laughs> if you want if you want context for that, um, look up the Wikipedia entry for the, the episode, uh, The Trouble with Tribbles. And he just has this look of like, why am I on this show? That's his look throughout the entire series. <laughs> yeah and then it becomes because money he's either sexually abusing women or has this face true that's it that's it uh so real quick the i don't do you guys remember the prisoner of benda episode no i don't think that, so okay, do- that is probably one of like easily the craziest writings of any episode <laughs> Uh, it's the one where everybody is like switching brains. Oh, I do remember that episode. Oh, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have to figure out the right way to switch everyone, right? Yeah, yeah. And they have to have the uh, Harlem Globetrotters come in and help them. Yeah, I thought that episode was absolutely fucking insane. I do um, see. So I, it, I love that. There's these shows like this. Obviously, The Simpsons. Where it's like, oh, I see an episode title, and that means nothing to me. But as soon as you tell me, oh, it was like, this is the kind of the overview of the plot. I was like, oh, okay, I remember that episode. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, it's like a, a reference to an 1894 adventure novel. <laughs> Man, I wonder what Godfells is a reference to. Um, <laughs> the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. It's probably it. It's probably it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, why so, did that why did that because when oh, when one of the when one of the kids asked like oh what is what's the symbolism of Aslan someone just went god fellas god fellas <laughs> yeah see duh makes sense uh, I feel really lastly <laughs> lastly so uh, there's merchandise which includes a tie-in comic book series which I didn't know existed Kind of want to see what that's all about. I saw that when I because when I was rewatching it, I was looking up things because I I like to spoil things for myself, and I saw that, and I kind of want to get it. So if I get it, I know. will let you know, and we can read it. Okay. Um, there was every night video games. Bed. Every night, tuck me in, read me Futurama. <laughs> it's a graphic novel. <laughs> you guys ever... describe the panels to you. <laughs> did you guys play the Futurama game? I, I didn't. Oh, I remember it was on the PS. I didn't know they had one. I didn't play any TV games except for like Simpsons Hit and Run. If we're being honest. Okay. I watched a play. The game was really good. I watched a playthrough of Catwoman the other day. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. 
<laughs> but go on. Was rushed out. Uh, fun fact about that video game: there was a hidden room with something ridiculous in it. I can't. Oh, remember and what. it just got and found like two years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. The game's been out for like over ten years, ten fifteen years, probably even longer than that. I don't know. Um, and yeah, somebody like just figured out how to get in there, which is insane to me. Jesus. Uh, calendars, clothes, and figurines were also made. I had a calendar, a Futurama calendar at one point. I want some figurines, honestly. It's a literal giant glowing Easter egg. Oh, that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> the Easter egg room. Uh, and in 2013, TV Guide ranked Futurama one of the top 60 greatest TV cartoons of all time. Yeah. I think that's fair. Oh, yeah, for sure. Why top 60? I feel like that's such like a random number. Oh, uh, because there there's too many cartoons for top 50. <laughs> I feel like, like there's just so many good ones. They had to squeeze in all. They had to squeeze in all those racist episodes of Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna be the ones that are canceled next. Right now, it's Doctor Seuss and I don't think I don't think Tunes. Looney Tunes will. It's because they, if you watch old Looney Tunes, they have a disclaimer in the front where it's like these cartoons were made in a different time and the vision, the kind of like what's expressed here isn't right. It never was. And, um, but we decided to preserve it as they are. Well, I feel like, I feel like they just have, like, people need to have that mentality because, like, yeah. I, with, like, the Dr. Seuss books, which who are, you gonna are all books, Who are you going to cancel? Everyone which, who made that show is dead. Yeah. And, like, with the Dr. Seuss books, number one, they're all titles that I've, like, had hardly no one's ever heard of. And the other thing is, like, how... Are we canceling that? But you can still go to fucking Barnes and Noble and buy Mein Kampf. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, come on. Like, sh- like yeah. shits. <laughs> like, it's literature. Like, you have to realize that shit's been made in a different time, and that things are different now. And you have to take that shit, learn from it, and do better now. Write better now. I. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we're going to dive a little bit into some of the development of the show, more of the early stuff. Uh, I, I really am a fan of the uh, relationship Matt Graney has with Fox. Like, I feel like he, they, like he just fucking hates them and they hate him. <laughs> but it's like, uh, we make each other so much money type of deal. So uh, after, uh, the, Fox, after the box episode, the box company episode... It, he definitely does not like them. Like, oh, let's absolutely. just throw that out there. <laughs> um, so Fox ordered 13 episodes originally. Um, immediately after, however, Fox feared themes of the show were not suitable for the network, and Graining and Fox executives argued over whether the network would have any creative input into the show. Uh, with The Simpsons, the network has no input, which is why we see a bunch of Fox jokes all the time. Um, so Fox was particularly disturbed by the concept of suicide boots. Oh, I heard about that. Uh, Dr. Zoidberg and Bender's antisocial behavior. I want to emphasize literally all it said was Dr. Zoidberg. <laughs> the entire concept of Dr. <laughs> Zoidberg. Fox was like, yeah, we don't like this. I think they're not really like a fan of like a vaguely. But... I guess he's not. His uncle definitely is like vaguely Jewish 
crab person. But Dr. Zoidberg, I feel like, is just there to kind of not like. Like, you always have to have that character where you kind of don't like them and they just overly emphasize that Dr. Zoidberg is just terrible sometimes. Well, they were, and I quote, particularly, particularly disturbed by him. Why? Is it the way his mouth moved? They showed off that episode where he sheds his shell. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's a gross one. Or the mating episode. Yeah. Yeah. Or the episode episode where they got Amelia Clark to be his girlfriend who can't smell. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then she gets the surgery done and she, like, loves the way he smells. And she went on to be the worst part of the worst season of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, they grow up so no fast. No of her own. She was in the show since season one, but they really fucking killed her character. Like, well, figuratively and literally. Killed that character in season eight. Spoilers. Oh, nice job. We haven't covered it yet, Tim. Fuck. Wow, it's only been three years. Uh, so Graining explains when they tried to give me notes on Futurama I just said no we're not we're not going to do this Uh, we're doing it the way we did Simpsons and they said well we don't do business that way anymore and then he said oh well that's the only way I do business Uh, the episode I roommate was produced to address Fox's concerns with the script written to their specifications Fox strongly disliked the episode, but after negotiations, Graining received the same independence to Futurama. I'm trying to remember exactly what I roommate. I think it's the episode where ben- Fry moves in with Bender. That's what I'm assuming. Into that tiny little thing, and then he finds out that there's like a big apartment behind it that Bender doesn't use because he's a robot. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Why didn't uh, Why didn't they like that? Because Fox. See, now when we say that, we can say because Disney. <laughs> oh, yeah. that fucking giant of a corporation. That fucking... I thought we had checks and balances beast. in America that people couldn't well, run monopolies, but I guess... Well, when you own uh, them, I hate to break it to you, but... It, we don't uh and if people don't enforce those two things nobody gives a fuck nobody gives a fuck it's almost like well, you know people, that's how laws as a concept work you know what people do give a fuck about though where the name futurama comes from Ooh. comes from a pavilion at the 1939 new york world's fair Designed by Norman Belgettis, the Futurama Pavilion depicted how he imagined the world would look in 1959. Uh, Many other titles were considered for the series, including Aloha Mars, but they're not really on Mars that much, and also Doomsville, which graining notes were resoundedly rejected by everyone concerned with it. Uh, Yeah, both those names suck. I feel like I've been saying that a lot tonight. I can't believe that's like. I can't think of what that show would even be if they went with that. Like it can't, it couldn't have been the same show. Hawaiian uh, Martians, but like, like yeah, it been Mars I mean, needs moms, really... but twenty years early. 
The only Not Martian that's the, consistently yeah. in it is Amy. Amy. And then other than that, I mean, they're there maybe once a season. I don't know. I don't know. That's just one of the suggested names. It was a bad one. I can see that they uh, didn't. I'm sorry to skip ahead, but I I just read your next bullet point, and I'll have a comment after you you explain it. <laughs> uh, it took approximately six to nine months to produce an episode of Futurama, which is really fucking. Yeah. Long. I was gonna, uh, the, I was gonna the, say it's good to see that they Matt Groening didn't learn anything from The Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd think he'd know what he was doing by this point, but nope. Uh, yeah, so the long production times results in uh, several episodes being worked on simultaneously, which is also, uh, I feel like, pretty out of the norm. Um, I feel like you'd have probably. really overworked animators. Uh, well, yeah. it's Fox. I know, I know it's a different like production company, but probably, yeah. right? So, uh, next, we're going to get into the writing of the show. Uh, I thought this is actually kind of interesting i I read one of your bullet points and yeah uh the planning for each episode began with a table meeting of writers who discuss discuss the plot ideas as a group the writers are given index cards with plot points that they are required to use as the center of activity in each episode a single staff writer wrote an outline and then produced a script once the first draft of the script was finished the writers and executive producers called in the actors for table read after the script reading, the writers collaborated to rewrite the script as a group before sending it to the animation team. At this point, the voice recording was also started and the script was out of the writer's hands. Uh, but the interesting part <laughs> is that the writing staff held three PhDs, seven master's degrees, and cumulatively had more than 50 years at Harvard University. Now, series writer Patrick M. Verone stated, We are easily the most overeducated cartoon writers in history. <laughs> Yeah. I remember reading or hearing somewhere that like they're kind of the reason behind that was a all these people who were working on the show were just fucking nerds to begin with. <laughs> and B, I remember hearing like Matt Green was like, "Oh, I want I want everything to try and be as like scientifically accurate as possible." Yeah. But that makes sense. I don't know why... if that I don't know if that's a like fate like a thing i've heard that's just kind of maybe blown up and maybe not true but i've heard the scientifically like accurate part before and i feel like now reading this it also makes a lot of sense when they go to like mars university how much i mean it's it's obviously mars university resembles a lot of what like pop culture views as harvard you know stuck bones you know stuck up white people you know snooty and shit so like it makes a lot of sense reading this and hearing it so that's yale isn't it with with the skull and bones yeah (laughs) um so now we got our our voice actors futurama had eight main cast members uh along with like a guest roster of just absolute fucking celebrity bangers uh billy west performed the voices of philip j fry professor farnsworth dr zoeberg zap brannigan and a lot of other characters um west auditioned for just about every part landing the roles of the professor and dr zoeberg 
Although West read for Fry, his friend Charlie Schlatter was initially given the role of Fry. Due to the casting change, West was called back to audition again and was given the role. West claims that the voice of Fry is deliberately modeled on his own so as to make it difficult for another person to replicate the voice. Uh, Dr. Zoidberg's voice was based on Lou Jacoby and George Jessel, who were uh, both just like... uh, like old actors, one of them was Canadian, I think. Yeah, Lou Jacoby was a Canadian character actor. Yeah, he has a Canadian star on the Walk of Canada fame, or whatever they call it. Oh, uh, the character Zat Brannigan was originally created and intended to be performed by Phil Hartman. Uh, Hartman insisted on auditioning for the role and just nailed it, according to Graining. Uh, but due to Hartman's death, West was given the role. West states that his version of that Brannigan was an imitation of Hartman and also modeled after a couple of big dumb announcers I knew. Uh, John DiMaggio performed the voice of the robot Bender, bending Rodriguez and other more minor characters. Bender was the most difficult character to, cut, to cast as the show's creators had not decided what a robot should sound like. DiMaggio originally auditioned for the role of Farnsworth, using his the using the voice he uses to perform Bender, and also auditioned for Bender using a different voice. DiMaggio described Bender's voice as a combination of a sloppy drunk, Slim Pickens, and a character his college friend created named Charlie the Sausage Lover. I love Bender's voice. It's so iconic. Can you just imagine him as the professor? Oh, God, no. Be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> because, like, the professor is just old, crotchety, smart, and nerdy all in a voice. That's, And if you put Bender's voice behind him, I just, I don't think it'd be the same show at all. Probably not. And I feel like, yeah, Bender is perfect. Like, the voice that he does is just, like, perfect for Bender in a yeah, way. Yeah, it really is. I don't I don't really know how to describe it. If but... someone built a robot and it had Bender's voice, I'd be like, yes, you nailed it. That's what a robot is. <laughs> this makes sense. Uh, then we have Phil Lamar as Hermes' comrade, but also his son Dwight, Ethan Bubblegum Tate, and Reverend Preacherbot. Warren Tom voices Amy Wong, and Trace McNeil voices Mom and various other characters. Maurice LaMarche voices Kiff Croker and several supporting characters. David Herman voices Scruffy and various supporting characters. Scruffy. Scruffy. I like how, like, he, uh, actually I have a little bit about that in a second, but Scruffy becomes, like, more... Of a main character. I just love that he talks uh, during third person all the time. <laughs> he had a really fucked up role in the uh, brain switching episode too. Oh yeah, because he fell in love with his mop bucket, right? <laughs> but it was Amy. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, <laughs> during seasons one through four, Lamarch's build is supporting cast, and Tom Lamar and Herman build as guest stars, despite appearing in most episodes. LaMarche was promoted to main cast and Tom Lamar and Herman to supporting cast in season five and promoted again to main cast in season six. Damn, that took a while. Uh, in addition, right? I feel like they're in most They all should have made whatever. like supporting cast at least in the first couple yeah. seasons. 
in uh in addition to the main cast this is where things get spicy i think frank welker voice nibbler and cast susie voice cubert and several supporting and minor characters uh, like The Simpsons, many episodes of Futurama feature guest stars from a wide, wide range of professions, including actors, entertainers, bands, musicians, and scientists. Many guest stars voice supporting characters, although many voice themselves, usually as their own head preserved in a jar. Mm-hmm. Recurring guest stars include Don Lewis as Hermes' wife, La Barbara. La Barbara. Tom Kenny, fucking SpongeBob, and Ice King, and everybody else in the world. I feel like Tom Kenny is in every. I still can't believe SpongeBob and Ice King are like the same. And Fry's older brother. Well, yeah, I just hate SpongeBob and love the other two characters. (laughs) Fair enough. SpongeBob can get a little, uh, you know, on the nerves. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, (laughs) a little too spicy for me. We also have the main man, Dan Castellaneta. Uh, he plays, in Futurama, he plays a robot devil, but in The Simpsons, he's a grandpa. Mm. Is that it? And a bunch of other characters, actually. I forget how many people he plays in The Simpsons, but it's a lot. I love um, Robot Devil. That's like um, one of my favorites. He's, he's definitely. Man, I wonder who he is in The Simpsons. Grandpa. He's also Homer. Oh my god, duh. <laughs> and I'm so and the GD in Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2. No way. Did you don't know about that? They didn't get Robin Williams Holy back for that shit. in the animated series for Aladdin. I never realized that. So they got Dan Castellaneta to do it instead. Holy fuck, that's hilarious. <laughs> Um, other guest stars include Al Gore and George Takai. I love that Al Gore is Al Gore because they make him look like kind of a buffoon sometimes. And he yeah. just rolls with it. And George Takai, too. I mean, he he really rolls with the punches. I mean, oh, those yeah. are... I, I really like uh, the Star Trek episode they did. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, among, about that. there's like many Star Trek the many Star Trek episodes, but the one in specific where they like get sent to the planet yeah. and he gets their bodies back. And then they have to he was pretty good ditch all their bodies. Yeah. Forgot about that. I I do um, really uh, like they had so many characters voice themselves and I I feel like anytime you had a celebrity they made fun of themselves, which made it even better. Yeah, like I'm trying to think of uh, who's the one George girl Nixon. from Baywatch? George Nixon, uh, Richard Nixon. Anderson. Yeah, there was an episode with yeah. Pamela Anderson. So when Fry uh goes to his bank and it turns out his interest, he's like a million billionaire, some crazy shit like that. And there's like the whole setup with Pam and Pamela Anderson, and she's just like, yeah, like very making fun of well, herself. Doesn't Lucy Liu play herself too? And when he when he falls in love with that robot? Yeah, yeah. Cuz that was The Lucy Liu. Yeah, bot. the Lucy Liu. Bot. That was like one of my favorite episodes. I remember, yeah, that one was very uh 
memorable to me as a child for some reason. I don't remember why it stuck out to me so probably much, but like because of it did. Probably because of how emotional Fry was. Because he finally found love that wasn't Leela, because Leela was constantly turning him down at that point. And then it ended up being all a lie. It was all like a it lie. was kinda of, like honestly, it was a depressing episode. It was a fucked up episode. It was pretty yeah. There was a lot of fucked up episodes. Though. Yeah, there was a lot of episodes. Futurama, that, like that definitely at the end, I was like, I was feeling some stuff. Like, I mean, I, I definitely teared up at the end. Oh, yeah, dude. That final episode is really yeah. good. I think they did it perfectly. Well, the funny thing is, though, uh, there's like four different endings to the series. Really? Yeah, I'll talk about that a little later, but I guess right now. Let's just talk about uh like our favorite stuff from the show. Okay. So like our favorite characters or episodes or anything like that. I mean, I feel like I like I, I said kind of touched on some of my favorite characters already, so I'll let you guys go first yeah. and then I'll reiterate. <laughs> I definitely already talked about Bender. Um Slurms McKenzie <sighs> is another oh, yes. great character. I wish he would have lasted longer. Yeah, no, like, they, there was really, like, a lot of potential for him, but they just killed him off. Yeah, there was... In the Willy Wonka episode. Yeah, that that could have been a great thing, like, great reoccurring character, and I don't think they saw it at the time, and I'm sure they probably looked back and were like, ah, oh, man, we should have kept him around. He could have been this series as Poochie. Yeah. <laughs> Poochie ended up being hated, though. Exactly. We would have loved Slurms. Okay. He was great, I tell you. How do own? I don't know. Like, it's so it's very difficult for me to think of, like, recurring characters that I think are good because there's... The robot devil. Yeah, that's a good Mine's one. Mine's a robot devil. I, from the first episode... That he's in to then constantly throughout seeing him even just like for a split second, even if he doesn't say anything, I just I love it. I might have muted myself in the middle of a sentence because I was fixing my mic stand, and if I did, oops. oops. Um, no, the robot devil's really good. Robot Santa's only in one episode, huh? No, no robot Santa is he a recurring a character? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, okay. especially towards the last couple seasons. He definitely took a break for a little bit, but he's he's in more than one episode. Yeah, those are those are uh, those are ones that stick out. I'm trying to think of like favorite episodes, but you guys can go first before. Yeah, I think I pretty much touched on my favorite episodes, like the Slurms McKenzie episode. That one was a good one. I guess the dog episode, that's when, like, oh, whenever you talk about yeah. Futurama, yeah. you gotta talk about Fry's you dog. You always, oh, I don't care how many times you see that episode, you always tear up at the end of that episode. Was anybody else's minds fucking blown when they revealed how, like, Fry's dog got to be, like, in the, what is that called? It got, like, fossilized. I don't remember how it happened. So it when Bender goes oh, yeah, back yeah, in time, yeah, yeah, when he goes to blow up uh, Fry, right? Yeah, 
he yep. blows up Fry's apartment, and then somehow the dog gets like mummified. Yeah, in that spot. because of that. Yeah. And I was just like, "Oh my god!" Like they did such a good job tying that all together. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a extended reference to like Hachiko, right? I don't. Is that know. the right? Is that the right dog I'm thinking of? It's the dog that like it was a real dog that like waited for its owner at um. Oh, Shibuya Station in Japan. Yeah. And now there's like a statue yeah. of him there. Oh, okay. But his owner died, so that makes he sense. never came back. Yeah. We don't deserve dogs. Oh, no. They buried the dog and the guy together. Oh, I'm going to cry now. <laughs> We're all going to cry on the podcast. <laughs> And people are just going to be awkwardly, like, sitting there listening to us whimpering. <laughs> just keep skipping 15 seconds. <laughs> yeah, they're hit that 10-second button or 15-second button on Spotify. Like, <laughs> are they done crying yet? Fuck. I'm good. It's been 20 minutes. <laughs> An episode that stands out to me is the episode where Fryhead gets robot hands to play the holographic flute. Oh, yeah, I was going to bring that one up, too. That's a really good one. That's, like, the only one where the robot devil gets screwed over. Yeah. That's not the one where he has a song, though. That's the one where... That's the episode where Bender gets sent to robot hell. Yeah. Yeah, and that's uh, when I start liking the robot devil, because I love the the song. Like, I'm a sucker for, like, musical numbers in TV shows. And just musicals in general. So whenever you throw a little, you know, a little song or song, a song and dance in something, I'm like, oh, that's my, that's definitely my favorite. That's why I like Family Guy so much. Like not so much the new episodes, but the older episodes when they would do, you know, musical numbers. Yeah, that's your poopy bit. Fucking correct. I'm kidding. It doesn't. Then you would love mid-series Simpsons because there are so many musical numbers. Yeah, there is. I forgot it about is, those. Like, overabundant. Yeah, dude. There's like a period in Simpsons where they just do one like every other episode. I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I get it. Stop. Stop. <laughs> and we're not talking about the episode where Simpson or Homer becomes a country music singer. <laughs> No, he becomes an opera singer. Oh, he becomes, sorry, he becomes a manager for a country music singer. For Lurleen Lumpkin. Yes. Who was... Colonel Homer, I yeah. think his name was. I mean, I'm just trying to find okay, the... Okay, enough, <laughs> enough about Simpson, sorry. Uh, so, I mean, I guess if that's all we got for our favorites, you guys just want to move on to kind of, I guess, the end of Futurama, if you will. Yeah. I was gonna say something about um, just very quickly. I remembered the other another episode where Bender's like lost in space and a civilization forms on him. Oh god, that one's a weird one. Yeah, and then like they end up like nuking each other. <laughs> Every time Bender tries to help, he just makes things worse for everybody. Yeah. Oh, I just I just thought of one. Also, um. The episode, two episodes, the one where they go back in time and Fry becomes his own grandfather. Oh, yeah. Oh, classic. Classic episode right there. And then the other one where uh, Bender starts stealing 
um, precious items throughout history, and he just hides in the basement. Remember uh, that was uh that was the one where, yeah, no, 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 he gets like controlled by yeah, the yeah, yeah, like the yeah, the guys, he gets controlled like he doesn't do it on purpose, but like yeah. He yeah. That's after they find the time code on Friday. Yeah, and they behind. keep sending them back in time to like steal shit. Is that not one of the Which movies? Which Bender was the one? Yeah, that was that was one of the last movies. But like that one, dude, the writing on that one was fucking ridiculous too. Yeah, Bender was the one who put the time code on Fry's ass. Dude, it was like a crazy. But like I. I don't even know how to explain that episode. It's hard. You have to watch it, I feel like, because, yeah, there's so many, like, you have intertwining, to watch it a couple times. like, stories that Lincoln, it, it reminds me of, like, a Quentin Tarantino movie where, like, yeah. 12 different stories intertwine into one and it makes sense at the end. Yeah, honestly, that's a good, uh, that's a good analogy. Oh, the episode where Bender is... That's the that's Godfellas. Oh duh, that would make sense. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I don't remember titles. I'm no good at that. Yeah, same. I couldn't tell you the. I didn't know either, either until like I there was like a random offshoot on the Wikipedia article for like quote the God Space Entity, and I was like, what the fuck episode was that from? <laughs> and then I read the episode description. I was like, oh, this is. This is the one I was just talking about. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll move on to the Fox cancellation now. Bum, bum, bum. Fuck Fox. Uh, Graining and Cohen wanted Futurama to be shown at 8.30 p.m. on Sunday following The Simpsons. Fox Network disagreed, opting instead to show two episodes in the Sunday night lineup before moving the show to a regular time slot on Tuesday. Beginning with its second broadcast season, Futurama was again placed in the 8.30 Sunday spot, but by mid-season the show was moved again, this time to 7 p.m. on Sunday, its third position in under a year. So they keep uh, just... Which is not good. They just kept moving it to dead, dead spots. Yeah, they they just kept flip-flopping it around. Like they, they uh, took it from prime time straight into just dead zones. Yeah, so even by the fourth season... Futurama was still being aired erratically uh, due to being regularly preempted by sporting events. It became difficult to predict when new episodes would Dude, air. And I fucking remember, I remember this. this too. I remember this as a child. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. Sundays, Fox had animation domination, and it was always after football, and sometimes the games would go too yep. long, and I would get And sometimes, pissed. yeah, and you'd have to ask your parents, like, hey, pissed. can I just stay up to watch The Simpsons, and I'm going to go right to bed. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I remember bullshit. that shit. <laughs> fuck you fox fuck you <laughs> uh this erratic schedule resulted in fox not airing several episodes that had been produced for seasons three and four instead holding them over to a fifth broadcast season according to graining fox ex- executives were not supporters of the show although Futurama was never officially canceled midway through the production of the fourth season fox decided to stop buying episodes of Futurama letting it go out of production before the fall 2003 lineup. It's basically fuck Fox. So they didn't, yeah, they pretty much were just like, they, they just didn't answer exactly. uh, any of the, any of the texts, the late night yeah, texts. Like, hey, yeah. 
Yeah, they just yeah they left him on red. <laughs> exactly. Like they didn't they didn't like come out and say like yeah we're we're not they didn't break up with him. It's they canceled. Just, They're just kind of just like yeah we're cutting you off. You're just like hey no money. The sex was nice, but can't. We're just gonna stop talking to you now. <laughs> it's okay. The uh, the nice new boyfriend Comedy Central Hell comes yeah. in. Yeah. Like six years later. Uh, in June 2009, 20th Century Fox Television announced that Comedy Central had picked up the show for 26 new half-hour episodes that began airing on June 24, 2010. The returning writing crew was smaller than the original crew, and it was originally announced that main voice actors Wes DiMaggio and Seagal would return as well, but on July 17, 2009, it was announced that a casting notice was posted to replace the entire cast when 20th Century Fox Television would not meet their salary demands. The situation was later resolved, and the entire original voice cast returned for new episodes. Uh, when Futurama aired June 24, 2010 on Comedy Central, it helped the network to its highest-rated night in 2010 and its highest-rated Thursday primetime in the network's history. In March 2011, it was announced that Futurama had been renewed for a seventh season, consisting of at least 26 episodes, scheduled to air in 2012 and 2013. The first episode of Season 7 premiered June 20th, 2012 on Comedy Central. And then, eventually we get to the Comedy Central cancellation. Unfortunate. Uh, Comedy Central announced uh, in April 2013 that they would be airing the final episode, meanwhile, on September 4th, 2013. The producers said that they are exploring options for the future of the series as they have many more stories to tell, but would gauge fan reaction to the news. In an August 2013 interview with Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, Katie Seagal said regarding the series finale, So I don't believe it. I just hold out hope for it because it has such a huge fan base. It's such a smart show, and why wouldn't somebody want to keep making that show? So that's my thought. I'm just in denial that it's over. Seagal also mentioned during the interview that Matt Groening told her at Comic-Con that we'll find a place, and don't worry, it's not going to end. And uh, this is... Going back to my one comment about the series having, like, four endings. Uh, due to uncertain future of the series, there have been four designated series finales. The Devil's Hands Are Idle Playthings, which is the episode where Fry and the Robot Devil switch hands. Uh, into the Wild Green Yonder, uh, which was one of the movies, wasn't it? Yes. Sorry, I was looking at my phone. That's it, it, it's the Into the Wild Green Yonder was a movie. Yeah, I forget which one that was even about. It was. Uh, what? I don't remember. Is this the one about the 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 eco feministas? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You right, you right. Um, Overclockwise is the most fucking ridiculous episode. Maybe not ever, but it was fucking hilarious. Uh, Cubert overclocks Bender. Oh yeah. And like water cools him and basically turns oh, him into yeah. like the world's greatest gaming robot. Yeah, he's and dope then, as shit. And then uh, Bender basically just becomes God. And then Fry has to go to him for help or something, doesn't he? To like save somebody. Yeah, and I can't remember the whole plot. Yeah, it. Um, but I just remember I the scene what it was where, exactly. where Fry goes in to talk to him and he's like, where is Bender? And then he turns around because Bender's talking to him and his head's like this massive 
like skyscraper circuit board kind of thing in a room. Yeah. Literally, Bender just becomes like the god of robots. Of everything at that point. He can like control the universe. I would definitely recommend watching that. Um, the episode, meanwhile, currently stands as the show's official series finale, yeah. which it was a good finale. I liked it. I think it tied things up well. I think it definitely did two major things. It uh, wrote, l- wrapped up the series if they want to be done, but it also left it very open if they wanted to continue. So they did yeah, very, exactly. two very important things for that show. And obviously, you know, it ended in 2013 and it's 2021. So I don't think we're going to get any more episodes, but you you never know. Netflix buys You never know. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the same boat as uh, Katie Seagal and I'm going to keep thinking, hey, just keep maybe. I, I also love Katie Seagal, too. Love everything she's in except for um, Married with Children. Not a Married with Children guy. I think if I was maybe more sexist, they're gonna say more of a boomer, but that's kind of the and same more thing, right? and more of a boomer. <laughs> I think if I was born in the generation that our parents were, yeah, I'm sure I probably would have liked it. But I wasn't, so no. There's a lot of things that I, you know what? I think the biggest problem I have with that show is that it's the people are too stupid. They're too <laughs> dumb. It's just it's unrealistic. I know they're supposed to be that way, but it's like they got to be smart every fucking once in a while, guys. But isn't that the appeal of a show like that '70s show? But they were even smart every once in a while. And if they weren't, you could blame it on weed or incense. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you wanted to blame it on. There is no blame in Married with Children. They were just dumb. That's fair. I mean... (laughs) Uh... I can't even say that. I was gonna gonna make a joke about Malcolm in the Middle and how everyone that shows dumb except for Malcolm... But even, like, other characters have, like, deeply introspective and, like, other things about them. Every character is good in Malcolm. Like, that episode where where Hal Hal has something happen and him and Lois can't have sex for two weeks and he gets so much done around the house. (laughs) That's good. And then at the the end of the episode, everything's back downhill. Yo, is it is fucking is Malcolm in the Middle on Hulu or anything? Yes, I think it's on Hulu. Oh my god! Because I watched it's a lot of it recently, like within the last year. Um, I think it's on Hulu. Apparently, it's on Prime. It's gonna be the next one I watch. Then it's gonna be the next one, baby. Let's go. I'm looking through uh the videography, I guess, or the career of Katie Seagal because there was wasn't she in a Disney movie with a smart house uh that movie's called Robot Mom no it's not oh wait no 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 that's smart not, house right. it, it is smart house yes that was what's a the movie Robot Mom who's in that <laughs> that was a banger of a movie dude Google's not being cooperative right now 
Okay, I get a weird... Not this... Oh. I type in Robot Mom Disney movie and I get Smart House. <laughs> Why did I think it was called Robot Mom? I don't know. It's is because there, there is a robot in that movie. There's a ro- no. There, she, she they put her into a robot in this movie. Yeah, I know for yeah. a fact they do. Why is it I called mean, Smart there's... House? Then call it Robot Mom. Because it's a smart house. She's not a robot. She's, she's in a, a ho- no. She's a hologram. Def- they don't put her in a body. No, they never. She never. Then how does she make? How does she do things? She's a smart house. Fucking hate this movie. <laughs> She doesn't materialize until like the last fucking 15 minutes of the movie. The whole time she's, it's just her voice. We're going to watch this movie because I feel like you don't remember enough of it. I don't. And I hate it. (laughs) I hate that it's directed by LeVar Burton. I hate everything. I didn't realize it was LeVar Burton. (laughs) I love LeVar Burton. I hate this fucking movie. <laughs> well, I'm uh, kind of crying right now. <laughs> should uh, should we should we go into the wrap up on that? Yeah, sure. We, <laughs> we can we can call that a wrap up rant. Uh, <laughs> you can find me on a uh, Twitter at Gondola Driver. I think that's the only place you can find me. Yeah. Oh, this is John's old social that's media. It. Um, I'm also a professional uh, Twitch streamer. I do cooking streams. This is true. Yeah. Yeah, I made a baked ziti last night. Is it, did you really? If yeah, I get on, check on my okay, Twitch. If I get on Twitch later and look you up and you what is it? do that. No, no, you're plugging your Twitch. You're telling us this. You have to give us your Twitch if you actually did this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think my Twitch is just boxwine69. Did you did you do what you said you did? You'll just have to check. Is it boxwine6969? Maybe. Because if it is, I can't find any. It's just a blank profile. I assume that... I don't think this is you. About boxwine6969, boxwine6969 streams NBA 2K20. Okay, no, I'm just boxwine69. I'm not finding that user. But I'll take your word for it. Um, You can find me no. on Letterboxd and read yeah. my... I haven't written a movie review in a hot minute. But uh, you can find me on there at Timmy C. And everything else is Hot Pink Waffles. Not to be confused with Hot Pink Waffle, which used to be. I don't know if it still is. A... Uh, Let's say adult cam actress. <laughs> for a very brief period of time, I did receive unsolicited dick pics meant for her. Did you really? Yes. I thought it was the funniest thing ever because I would respond to them with my fucking chubby bearded face and be like, because they would send a pic, like a dick pic. It's like, what's up, I, baby? And I'd be like, I, not much. What about you? I really <laughs> thought you were going to say something else. No, nah, I didn't reply with my own cock. I thought you were like, I, were, I thought you were going to say I replied with my, my That'd be funny, cock. but I was too old for that. I, was, I mean, I was too... I was... I, 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 that wasn't that period of time where I would have done that. Now, maybe like, today I might. Today or when you were like a horny 
fourteen year old. Uh, I don't think I would have done middle. as a fourteen year old because I, I I I like. Even then, I knew that if you got like someone, you could get in trouble for like distribution, even if it was you. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah. So you can find me at. Uh, I ended up. Okay. So two things. I changed my tag for everything to Jmergs, uh, so you can look that up. It's easier. Uh, so you don't have to, you know, spell my name because it sucks. And then uh, our podcast socials, I got everything except for our email to be rewind, reload. Hell so yeah. go find us on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I'm working on the YouTube stuff right now. We finally got our prints. <laughs> we can find us on LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn <laughs> next week. What was that? What's that? What's that one? We definitely wouldn't be on, but I'm I'm gonna make the joke anyway. Uh, I want to say Poplar now, but that's not it. No. What's it like? What was that far right like? Oh, parlor. Oh, we should make an account. <laughs> I don't think that website's up anymore. We should make an account on um, the Lemon Party. Shut the fuck up. (laughs) I kind of want to just, okay, I just, I want, I, my dad listens to this, so I just want him to look up the Lemon Party and go to the I mean, I'm sure he's, there was a point to, sorry, I was on, I'm on Parlor trying to figure out this is still a website. (laughs) (laughs) It like did a weird redirection, but, um, I'm sure there was a point in time where he heard us reacting to that site. Oh, God, yeah. I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, so to reiterate, go find us on Instagram, Twitter, all that. Um, Yeah, we got a bunch of shit coming out. So we will keep you updated on those social medias. Goodbye and good night. I feel like when we uh, do our goodbye kisses, I'm actually kissing you guys goodnight.